Relax, reset, run it back to the board. Episode two with the family. This will T. Yes, it's your sir. Boy Christian. Christian, who? Boy, you know, <laughs> C note, C worldwide. I done did it and I'll do it again. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, look, it's it's your boy, Special K. King of McCool. That's okay in the bill. No cereal. You feel me? Boy, you heard it here for the other half of SeaWorld, bro. We here. We loving it. Let's have some fun. Yes, sir, man. We got Big T right here in the cut, man. You know, always in the cut with it. Last but not least, Big T. Right here with Big the T. fellas, man. St. Louis natives, by the way. Shout out to the 314. Yes, sir. Um, I'm ready to, to dive into these con- to, to this content, man. This has been a crazy little week from last Thursday. Crazy. Crazy. Um, this time, fellas, I know we started off basketball last time. We're going to start off in the NFL football. Ooh, talk ooh, to me. Talk to about me. It. Okay, now, okay. Look, look, look. So we back to the board, but we're going back to the past, right? Episode one. Mm. Okay. We had a brief discussion about Colin Kaepernick and if he would make it back to the NFL. Oh, so Lord. I think the consensus was he ain't never getting back because he made a statement. He got a stand on it, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we did say what we did say was he might be smelling some cooking from the rock in that USFL XFL spectrum. Okay. <laughs> Little did we know, two days later, and this is coming from Bleacher Report, Dwayne the Rock Johnson has reached out to Colin Kaepernick about joining the XFL. So I ask y'all. Mm. 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 Do y'all think? Colin Kaepernick is going to go the XFL route, or is he going to stand and try to get back to the NFL? I know he sent a letter Ooh. to the Jets. What y'all think? <laughs> Who want to take this uh, first? Who want to take this well, first? I, I, I want to I ta- take this first, bro. I wanna oh, take so he got first, words. Okay, bro. Speak He not, bro. Bro is not going to the XFL, bro. I, don't, I, think, I think he got way too much pride, bro. And there's no yeah. way to rock gonna sit there and be like, hey, you trying to come to the XFL? His pride probably shot, bro. He yeah. should rather want to be a coach for you know the the kids that's coming up, man. Yeah. Take that route. Ain't no way, bro. It's like he's taking a step down, you know what I'm saying? He, he yeah, he sent a desperation. He he threw a Hail Mary, bro. He threw a Hail Mary to the Jets, tried to huh, they said they swatted that shit, man. So that's said he ain't Doug Flutie. You ain't Doug Flutie, my boy. Man, you know it, it's a shame, bro. It's a shame for for his career, man. He don't he don't deserve to be like this. XFL, he, I don't think he would do that to himself. I, th- I know he got a lot more pride than that. He has to, bro. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You right? He is prideful. I don't know Pride paying the bills. I don't know how he doing it right mm. now. I ain't going to lie to you. Pride ain't going to pay the bills. And I will say this. If he has pride in his abilities, then he should have enough pride to swallow that mitt, get yeah. to it, excel, and then like make them take him back. Because clearly they're not going to stretch their hand out. That's true. And you hate to see it because he, he was a talent when he played. He was good. I mean, I liked him. I liked his play style. Yeah. I really did. I was for him. And I liked it. I mean, everyone was for it when he decided to take a stand. The homeboy saw an injustice and he said, I'm going to right this wrong. And it's wrong that he, we talk about this. It's wrong that this is happening to Young Buck. But yeah, 
Yeah. At the end of the day, pride ain't gonna feed you. You can have pride in your work when you got work. And I hope he gets some, truly. Kenya, we waiting. We've been waiting for you this whole time, brother. Yeah, for real. I need the whole slot for you, my boy. I love my other two brothers, but I need your input on this. Let's get it. We, we need it, man. Let me let me break it down like this. Uh, this is one of the okay. rare. This is it's one of coming. the rare cases. Let me get my calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Hey, yo, chill, 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 chill. Hey, get my water. Oh, let me get the popcorn. Hold on. Hey, yo, hands are ten and two, my boys. Ten and two. Y'all got the bottles out. It's time for a sermon. Uh, break it down to us, kids. Sermon. Break. So let me break it down like this. This is one of the rare cases where words speak louder than actions. This man was a town in NFL. Could make passes, could run, and had one of the best athletic mobile quarterbacks we've ever seen. And like Will said on the last podcast, he was one throw away from being a Super Bowl champion. And then he decided to take a stand, or in this case, take a knee. So all the on-field accomplishments went to the backside. And now everybody, and this one, Trump was also president, and he hyped it up too. Now everybody can only see this man taking a knee against the military, the police, all armed forces and all that. Now you fast forward to this. One, it's one thing for like an NFL team to say they ain't going to take you. But for the Jets to say no to a practice squad, that's how I know he's not going to get back to the NFL. Jets one of the worst teams right now. They lost the, one of the best quarterbacks they had in four plays. The next up quarterback, that mother, Zach Wilson, can't focus on football long enough to know the plays or win any games. And you can tell that experienced quarterback that was one throw away from the Super Bowl, and you don't even want him on your practice squad. Right. And then you have a chance for the XFL. I can understand why he's not going to go there. Because if the Jets said no, what's him playing well in the XFL going to do? He was one way from the Super Bowl. What's he? What's some good playing XFL going to do for him to get to the NFL? The Jets ain't going to say anything. Right. I just don't see. I can see why he said no. There's no point. Let me tell y'all something, right? You know what this reminds me of? Historical, like historically? Mahmoud, Abdul, Raouf. Uh, black, ball, black ball from the NBA. Never got back in because he took a stand based on what he believed. Man. Yeah, he was one of the best. He was Curry before Curry. Yeah, and, and Colin yeah, Kaepernick has yeah. that. He's having the same fate right now. So, Unfortunately, um, I don't I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna take this XFL spot. Um obviously it's some paper involved there, is some pub involved, but it ain't there. We're gonna move a little south, right? Uh because I know my boy T got something to say about his Dallas Cowboys. I just wanna say though, based on them highlights we saw the other day, Dak Prescott. He he kinda scared out there. He looked kind of scared, like somebody hey, you know what? Shot Somebody got some money on his game. So Should something. we bow our heads in prayer? Should we, can we, should we, about take, a should we take a minute? Let's yeah, we got to bow our heads. Three seconds this week. Three second moment of silence for Dak Prescott's chances of being mm-hmm. the MVP quarterback and then to Anthony. Can you believe they aired that? They let <laughs> children watch that. <laughs> moment of silence. We got to take a moment of silence. Hold on. Take a moment of silence. Bow your heads. Bow your heads. Here, I'll say a prayer if you don't mind. Go ahead. Lead it. Oh, Heavenly Father and Jerry Jones, we come to you high heads bowed. We we question ourselves. We, we we put the team in your hands. 
and yet you, Father Time, have you lied to us. Mm. You said back was the answer, but I'm looking at only mistakes. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. What you got to say, T, Cuzzo? Cuzzo, you know what I'm saying? Man, so the 49ers game, bro. Brock Purdy, bro. Going, we, we talking about 49ers quarterback. Brock Purdy is a rookie doing the damn thing. I feel like why it seemed like Dak needs to take lessons from this dude, man. Like, I know ever since that, ever since that injury that Dak had, I think he's a little bit more more timid, man. Yeah. You know, especially running. If he if he needs to run, he needs to go run. Like if he can't throw it, like run it or just throw that mug, throw it away. You know, instead of getting sacked, he always getting sacked. You know, mm-hmm. it's like damn, Dak. Man, so that that quarterback spot in Dallas, bro, is gonna always be be tough to feel. Uh, Dak has been there for eight years. He ain't going nowhere. He always lead them to the playoffs. He always lead them to the playoffs. But it's always a choke fest. Always a choke fest after that. So unfortunately, man, they need to. I'd rather see Trey Lance up in there, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Or bring back Troy Aiken. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I want I want to see what Trey Lance can do for a game. Honestly, I like I remember I remember I like Cooper Rush, bro. That was that was his that was his backup, Cooper Rush. I was low key mm-hmm. liking him more than <laughs> Tony Romo. So Tony Tony Romo back? Nah. Tony Romo now nah, he in the booth with it. Um, nah, T. yeah, he needs to go ahead and. You mentioned you mentioned you mentioned Brock Purdy, so I know we I know we checked out some highlights yesterday that we could not show. Um, yeah, well, they gonna get us up out of there. Yeah, they, we gonna be gone. But look, yeah, his pocket presence, man, that's got to be some type of badge on Madden, by the way. But his pocket presence, passes that he was making against that team under immense pressure. Yeah, what you what you think his outlook is, especially with him be, him just starting his career? And he. He don't he don't care about no pressure, bro. He don't he don't care about no pressure. He is solid, bro. He he dominate, bro. Yeah. He put on a dominant performance against a great caliber team. It's not like Cowboys are ass. Right. They it's got like the best they defense. Ass. They got really defense. good. They got really Christian good defense, bro. He <laughs> What's going on? Cowboys so wait, Christian. You don't why, believe in the Cowboys? The Cowboys got one of the best defenses in the league. They offense is to be questioned. Yeah, defense. Come on now, what you got to say? Basically, I, I, I ain't no. I, please, brother T, finish. I ain't never gonna rap on nobody who got that love for a team like that. Cowboys fans been through it, man. So I know you you got that will to move on. So please speak on it. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's just it's just man, Brock Purdy, bro. He's just dominant, bro. I mean, the defense of the Cowboys. You can't sit here and tell me that the Cowboys D ain't ain't crazy, bro. Pause, but. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that D go crazy, bro. You know what? I'm 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 I will. I'll be damn, boy. Hey, man, hey, on that note, hey, on that note, hey, check this out real quick. Chase Claypool to the dog. Come <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we can't hey. move on here. Hey, we man. Can't move on here. No, <laughs> bro. no, bro. Bro, Brock Purdy. That boy, if he keep excelling the way he doing, man, he will 
be a three hundred million dollar quarterback. Yeah, yeah. One Ooh. day, one day, Brock Purdy won't be living with his roommate anymore. Yeah, eight hundred k. So go ahead, go ahead. Look, Sermon. Brock. Look, look at hey, <laughs> Brock Purdy got one thing. We already yeah. asked. He don't care about pressure. He was Mister Irrelevant. He was the last pick of the NFL draft. What pressure yeah. he worried about? Nobody was for looking real. for him. Nobody was checking for him. Damn near nobody drafted him to the very last pick. Let me interrupt you. Ask you a question, Ken. You say he was the last pick. Who do, who else do we know that was drafted in the sixth round? Tom Brady for the New England Patriots. Um, Tom Tom Brady. And and you know hold on and add on to that a replacement, bro. Right, Just like Brock Purdy. Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Tom Brady stepped in. It was history. 22, 23 years later, Bill Belichick wondering why he getting blew out by 40. You can say that Brock Purdy was even further on the death track because you had to remember Jimmy G got hurt, then Trey Lance got hurt, and then Brock Purdy came in. Exactly. It's third string, matter of fact. So yeah, he he got a chip on his shoulder that he trying to. Boy, got a chip on his shoulder and the biggest balls on the field. Whoa. Whoa. Man, man, man. Well, look, look, but he how the, the the difference in plays, bro, with how Brock played, how you seen Brock play that this last weekend, and then how you seen Dak play. Yeah. Do it look like Dak make 800 k and Brock make the, the 50 million? Boy. Yeah. And you you brought up an interesting point earlier, bro. Dak had a, a near catastrophic injury. Yeah. That, that's a severe mental. That is in the back of his head every time. In the back of his head because one bad tackle, one bad cut, one bad anything falls. Yeah. Y'all, his career might be over. So I think that's affecting him, bro. Bro. I mean, Uh it's not like Brock had that kind of injury, but he did have that tear in his elbow, his throwing elbow. It was his throwing elbow, okay. And you got to think about that. If this was baseball, your throwing arm, that's Tommy John. That's, That's traumatic. Tommy John, it's over with. It's, it's over with. But he, out there, he came out there slinging that motherfucker like he wasn't hurt to begin with. Yeah. This man, he's, he don't see pressure. He just don't care. Yeah. He out here, he hungry. Check this out. Check this out. So, same subject, football. Um, prayers to prayers to that, by the way. For real. Um, Chase Claypool moving to South Beach. Uh, 2021. 2020 season, uh, specifically the 2020 season. He started six games, 62 receptions, 873 yards, almost 15 yards per reception. How does this change Miami, considering the fact that they got Cheetah down there? Let, let the passer take this one first because I, I got to get this one. The Dolphins just got as dangerous as could be. If they weren't already, they just got more dangerous. Yeah. For real. Because they put up 70. Hung 70 on the Broncos. No, hold on, bro. Check it out. It's just the Broncos. It's just the Broncos. I don't care. 70, 70. That's 70 on the NFL team. You heard me? That's 70 in the (laughs) NFL. The Broncos, any professional player. It's like when pro players come down from the NBA to go hoop, and it'll be a no-name player you never heard of. Slicing and dicing regular fields. Dropping 100. Dropping 100. Dang. Dang. So we got to realize that Broncos defense full of grown men who got drafted, who played well in college, and made it to the NFL where only the 1% make it. So that is still a yep. NFL brand defense. And they mm-hmm. hung 70 on them with Tyreek 
and not even J.J. Walker. He wasn't even playing. So then you add Dang. Chase Claypool, who was doing well with the Steelers before they traded him, and then he didn't even really get to play with the Bears because they weren't even using him like they wanted to use him because they had D.J. Moore. Right. They disrespected the man. Chase Claypool is like a six six five six six. He's a big athletic receiver. That's the opposite of Tyreek Hill, who's small and shifty. And the same thing for Jalen uh, Waddle, who's kind of more lankier. He doesn't really have a ton of muscle. Chase Claypool got muscle. They just added a different type of receiver and a whole new dimension. Now you got a dude who can go into the middle, catch the tough patches, passes, and take tough hits. So now Tua can look in the middle. He doesn't have to go deep ball every time. He can just because Tyreek's going to be open. And once mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle comes back, he got either side of the field. But now he got the middle part of the field open too. He literally can go no. wherever he wants. Know what that sounds like? Claypool is underrated and top tier. You know what that sounds like, right? You know, you mentioned going down the middle. With Peyton Manning, back in the coast days and they prime, all they used to run was those quick slants down the middle. Ten oh, yards man. every play. Ten yards every play. And then you play the same team in Madden and wonder why they kicking your ass. <laughs> with Chase Claypool, Cheetah going deep. It's an easy 10 yards every pass play for man. I know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be magical. It's going to be magical. I didn't get it when they gave up Tyreek to go to Miami, but then they got Chase Claypool. Bro, they left and they right going to be a lockdown. It's going to be a game of speed, and you got two of, the, two of the fastest cats I've seen on the ball. Hell, yeah. Man, and Tyreek has proven that he can take a hit and keep pushing. All right, so not only do you have two weapons, but you got a weapon that'll be ding, keep going. And you got that. Yeah. Chase Claypool expressed his frustrations with the Bears, and that's why they traded him. He wanted to be traded, but they waived him instead. And he took the took the money with Miami. He looking at everybody in the league because he had a little time with the Steelers. That went well enough, and then they traded him. They didn't really believe in him enough to keep him around long term. Goes to the Bears, they disrespect him. He getting here. He's going after anybody in the league. He is. This is his prove it year. <laughs> this is his prove it year, and he going after the bag, <laughs> the money, and any nigga that line up against him. Yeah, yeah. It's a contract year, man. It's it's eat or go home. Basically, can we talk about the come up story? The 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 head coach of the Miami Dolphins brings to me a certain likeness of a player. It's so cool, bro. Bro, ain't he, ain't he just dope? Yeah. The coach, the coach so cool. I ain't going to lie, bro. bro. I digress. I digress. All right? So let's talk about it. When he played the Broncos, everybody, man, they couldn't stop talking about this story. This man was a ball boy. Yeah. Yep. Passed yep. up for the head coach position. Yeah. So fighting all adversity, he left the organization that he's tried so hard to be a part of. Yeah. Gets picked up. Miami. What they do with him. They said, we're going to give you your shot, young buck. Take it. And he looked back at the team he tried to be with. Boy, if they ain't seen your ex down bad in the hood, let me tell you, all right? You, it's a grin on your face. All right? If that ain't the come up of the year. And then I don't know, I don't know if it's allegedly, bro. They had dude in the audience having the fans pick the plays. What's mm-hmm. going what was going on with that? That's nah, ridiculous. I don't know about that. That's crazy. I don't know about that. But bro, you know what that reminds me of? 
for real though, like player wise. Who remember the story of Kurt Warner? Oh yeah. my gosh. Who remember yeah. the story of Kurt Warner, man? Bad groceries. No Nobody no was trying to give this man that chance. And no yet looks. you gave that man five minutes of play, and he becomes a part of the greatest show on turf. From where I say it with me, fellas. St. Louis. Louis. Shout out here. Shout out. Party here. Greatest Good. show on turf. Shout out to the right? St. Louis Rams. That's the Rams I know. That's the Rams, Rams, Rams I know. That's the ones I know about. Because they got the same, if not more, rings than the Los hey, Angeles. Look, hey, look, I'll just throw some names out there. Steven Jackson. Tory Holt. Marshall you know, Falk. Marshall, Marshall Falk. One of the Falk. greatest... One of the greatest running backs of all time, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. And then you had Torrey and Isaac lining up. Boy, you want to talk yes, about the Lakers man. in football? Damn. That's showtime. That is the most complete team. Is crazy, bro. That is the most complete team in football. The most team complete crazy, team in bro. Check this out, Christian. Mike McDaniel, his story. Uh-huh. You know, he started out uh, as a ball boy. Mud stories. We take it over to the association, right? Before we get to the association, Eric Spoelstra, where he started out as a video coordinator. That made that uh, y'all talking right. about that made me think of Eric Spoelstra. He started out as a video coordinator, turned yes. multiple champion. You know what I'm saying? Yes. One of the greatest coaches of all time. That's just that that just shows you, man. If you got that drive, if you got that Mamba mentality, shout out Kobe. You do whatever you want to do. You know, what humble I mean? beginnings ain't nothing but that a beginning. Yeah. And, uh, speaking of basketball, we'll move, over to, we'll move over to the association, right? So we had a marquee matchup between two rookies. We're going to consider, uh, we are going to consider Chet Holmgren as a rookie because he was out that year. He didn't play. But oh, for sure. Consider Chet Holmgren a rookie. Obviously, he has had a year with NBA. Mm, yeah. NBA coaching. But they play their first preseason game, right? This is a marquee matchup. In 19 minutes, Victor Wimbenyama, 20 points, 5 assists. In 16 minutes, Chet Holmgren, 21 points, 9 rebounds, and an assist. So with, with Wimby, I'm worried about those 5 rebounds because you 7 5, my brother. Exactly. That tells me I you wanna, leaking. I wanted to touch on that too. Like, right. Five? That t- that tells me you probably leaking out or you getting boxed out. That's cool, but you need to work on that. I need 12. But, uh, on me, easily. I got a question for you, brother. Okay, so we talked about LeBron, or we didn't talk about it when we was younger. We talked about LeBron versus Melo, LeBron versus Wade back in 2003. Is this the next iteration of those guys going against each other and battling it out? Especially oh. in the Western Conference. You know what? I'm going to tap in first on this one. Let me just... PP is, young brother. PP is. Now, as you know, I said it before and I'll say it again. Defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. I, I am from the school of pop, and that man ain't li- lied to me yet. But also, <laughs> but also, I, I am, God damn it, I am a center, all right? <laughs> the, big, the plays down low, that's where I want to see basketball. Play with your chest. All right? Play with your chest. So to see that we have two talents coming up for the power forward center position, this is for sure going to be a marquee matchup. Now, they're young. I'm going to give them that. It's preseason. Yeah. But young will only take you so far. You've made it to the NBA. That is the National Basketball Association who regularly now plays internationally. 
This is a world sport. You've made it to the world stage. Yeah. You're right. All right. You get, I can only consider you a child and a rookie for so long. All right. Now you can give me glimpses and I understand you're going to put in work. You have facilities you that weren't available when you were coming up. But I can honestly, if I'm looking into the future, man, I'm dumping resources into these cats. Resources. Because, I mean, a, yeah. a matchup like this, we're thinking about, you know, Isaiah Thomas, bad boy Pistons. We're thinking about, you know, Horace Grant when he was with the um, with the Bulls. We're talking about Shaq. We're talking about just big men, dynasties formed around these cats. I'm ready to see the new one. I'm ready. I'm here for it, all right? We've been talking about Jokic. We've been talking about Embiid. We've been talking about – but we had two cats coming at the same time. Don't forget. Both like seven foot, like so close instead. No, no, I'm here for it. Popcorn's bought. My season's ready. Goodbye. Don't forget, Wimby. Wimby didn't go to college. I know I know Chet did, but Wimby played pro ball overseas. So I think he's ready. Mm. College yeah, degree don't mean nothing in the NBA. Right. You know what? They play ball, 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 right? ball, ball is ball. Yeah. You, you, you play pro ball. Pro ball in, in Europe can do. Look at Luca. Yep. And Luca said it's easier to score in the NBA than it is in your league because your league is kind of like older school NBA. They you take hits, you take licks. Yeah. Referees will look at you wild if you take a lick and looking for a foul. No, no, eat that and go back to the play. So Wemby, I feel like he should be built to take that. But I also feel like if you played in European League, then you should be looking for contact because you'll get the calls from yeah. the NBA. Mm-hmm. At seven to five, you should you're you're gonna you're gonna feel contact. Now, how yeah. much you feel at seven fucking five? I don't know, but five rebounds? No, no, I'm gonna need you. I need at least yeah. double digit rebounds from you. Yeah, you're too five tall for that. You scam, you scam is good for the guard. That's two holiday rebounds, uh, rebounds right there. Five yeah. rebounds is <laughs> mid, mid game, like for no, a shooting I'm, guard. I'm gonna need more from you. I'm gonna need more for you because I remember how oh God, I don't know how many times we be playing a game. You, me, and Will T. We don't get you in on some of this, but you, me, and Will Kenyon, and then we we finish the game. All right, we finish. We won. We won the damn game. Mm-hmm. And Will come down here. What the hell was that? Boy. What the hell was that? <laughs> Boy, you like all them boys? Would you get down there? Get down yeah. there. I would, I would pop out for a side three because I can hit those. And Will would look at me and <laughs> shake me get back down, down there. Me, let me tell you something. Because I, I know T I know T got some input on them rebounds. Because T, before we get to T, I want y'all to know T is a lockdown defender. And he will go Man. down and get some boards. But Christian, you know, you know what I say. If you don't get the board, you're running laps. That's basically what we're doing, G. So... With them five rebounds at seven forty-five, with a high oh, of a no, got to do better. Mm-mm. You got to get at least ten. You got to get, get at least ten. Old. And look, we made Christian a center. Dang. We made and we made him go against niggas that was two feet tall. Anyway, that boy still averaged double-digit rebounds. So when he at seven forty-five, he got that dog in him. Christian, Christian been in that gym too. Last time we hooped, this boy was. He, he must have had a takeover badge the whole game because motherfuckers look, was flying out of bounds and shit. Christian is the same height. Look, Christian's the, look, Christian the same badge. height. Look, Christian's the same height as me. He's well, he's about six three. He's about six five if you clued that dog in him. Yeah. Get about six five with that dog in him. Cause he's dipping boards. He's got he's got the mentality 
I, that ball, I got to have it today. I need Wemby to have that mentality that he's going for the Hall of Fame today. So he got to start averaging right. numbers that reflect his Hall of Fame soon-to-be career. I'm not yeah. saying go for stats. I'm saying do what you do what you're here to do. You're seven five. I don't care where you come from. That means you're gonna get some boards. Feel free to score, but you gotta get do what your position says and get some Hell yeah. boards. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. You I got think, T. Talk to me though. I think that matchup, y'all saying is marquee. It is. It is gonna be a crazy matchup. But I, I be a little nervous on on Wimby, bro, because it's his weight. He's so skinny, yeah. bro, so, you know, because it happened. Bridge. It happened to Chet. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, high is gonna be high is gonna be a competition. The dude always hurt. So I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it some time. I'm, I'm, I'm still nervous. Some, of course, you gotta give it some time. Look at look I'm at Jason Tatum. Look at Jason Tatum. I'm nervous on Wendy. I will say though, with a with a eight feet one or eight feet wingspan, as long as he. Obviously, dude, flexible dude, posted some type of Instagram video. Dude. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Crazy shit. Yeah. That wingspan in length, bro, I think stay strong, he'll be fine. I will yeah, say yeah, this, yeah. though. If he no, can't I like put on done. weight, yeah. if he can't put on weight, I will take strictly endurance training. All right? If you can't put on the weight, you're going to outrun that mother. Because it's a different game come down third quarter. Let me tell you what the down in the paint, your exhausted energy at so much faster rate than I yeah. think people are, are aware of. Yeah. Now I understand if you run a point, if you run a wing, if you run like a three-two, all right. If you will pop out, you know, if you will pop out two or pop out three, yeah. yeah, you run in the length of the court. I mean, everybody is, but something about being down low is mental and physical exhaustion. Because yeah. all the time everyone else is darting around. I mean, you moving around, obviously, so you don't get that, you know, you sitting in the you camping out foul. Right. You no. boxing out. I mean, you fighting for position the entire time. The ball ain't even come your way. They may not even be looking for you that play. That whole right. play could go by, and you don't get the ball. But the whole time, you was fighting. Yeah. So and if you, you don't get every board, you damn sure going to be able to outrun them. Because come third quarter, come fourth quarter, and when mm-hmm. they gassed, that's when you get your boards. Yeah. And you I don't wonder care why. where it happens. I don't care when, but it must happen. That's all you need. And that begs the question, you know, when we when we watch the game, you wonder why, even though he's seven five, he's at the four. You know, you think you about Anthony the same Davis. There it is. Yeah, yep. you think about you think about Anthony Davis, right? He's seven foot tall, basically seven six wingspan. But it's less banging out there if you're at the four, because if you put him at the five, guess what happens when they play Philly? Guess what happens when they play Denver? Mm. Hanging down there with three hundred pounds, seven two MB, as agile as a fox. Man, you, you know don't want saying? that matchup. You don't that want man that matchup. Living cheat code. Man, yeah, you don't want that, and that's why I be so worried about Wimby. Yeah, and I want to flash back to something you said because you know we we a St. Louis based uh, iteration. You yeah. said the word marquee earlier, Tian. That remind me of Club Marquee, man. I just want to shout out to the Lou again. There's a lot of stuff to happen. Hey, you can't forget the roots, man. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's in me. It's in me. My man, it's in me. It's in me. It's in me. Put them up for him, right? Um, Put them up for him. Southside, baby. All right? Oh, I ain't going to throw no symbols. I don't want to get caught up with, uh, with 44. Now. Yeah, I don't want to get caught up with Morgan Ford, gang, bro. They're going to take you, you out. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> man, I ain't scared of them. I ain't scared of them. All right, bro. We, um... 
we still in the association. Right. And I want to I want to know if this is something that is important or not important. Or clap or cap. Oh, hey, mm. uh, Kyrie Irving puts up two points this preseason man. debut. Where my hat at, man? <laughs> hey, where my hat at, bro? Two points. Yeah, I got you. See, what, so, you, what you want to do? I got you. A single hey, bucket or two free. Get a hat for me, bro. Please slam that bitch in the camera, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you. Clap a cap. Because, no, he played 14 minutes. Go ahead, because he played 14 minutes, bro. Go ahead, clap. Clap a cap. This performance, you mentioned he played 14 minutes, is a stain on this season and it hasn't even begun. Ah. Mm. Well, on that on that one, I'm gonna have to to cap it. Yeah. It's cap still. Right. I mean, it, it, it is it is a preseason. It's yeah. it's scary, bro. It's scary because 14 it's, it's, minutes? Fourteen minutes is decent. I know it's preseason. You're not gonna want them, you know, having a whole quarter playing every quarter. But fourteen yeah. minutes and two, you couldn't get six. <laughs> you couldn't get six and a foul or some shit. So <laughs> he said, and a foul. Like what no fries at, dog? <laughs> Give me a whole combo. Give me some free beans. Half a sandwich. Bro. It's like, bro, Kyrie went to five guys, bro. This shit already, that shit already expensive, bro. Nigga ain't get a drink yet. Yeah, so look, check it out. Check it out. Already $28. He didn't get a drink yet. So 14 minutes played, two points, one for six from the field. Shot 16, shot 16% from the field. So, it's, it's a little early, but it is crazy. I'm nervous. You know, I was so happy when he came. Yeah. I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with T. I, it's Cap, but yeah. you, this, he ain't a rookie. Right? He ain't caught in the headlights. Exactly. Right? This isn't new to him. Now, it is preseason. You don't have to go full speed, but my nigga, t- like, even like half speed, you can't get 10. Yeah, just a half little, speed? you know, just a little. You're one of the greatest ball handlers in the league. Half speed, you can't give me, you know, five points, three or six. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, I'm gonna need more out of you. I'm gonna let it slide because it's preseason. But you can't show it like like that because preseason is not just about winning or losing the game. Preseason is showing the showing your matchups across the league about what you did over the offseason. Preseason is preseason showing up and showing out. Yeah. Preseason's letting them know what they got coming to them. Who the hell's letting it go? Oh, no, 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 no. We get his ass today. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. This is- see, we're going to get to it. I see you, dog. And we right here. Hey, T. We're going to get to it. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. Pause. Anyways. <laughs> you still going to get to it. That didn't save you, but go ahead. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I ain't saved. It's fine. <laughs> But look, how many teams in Kyrie Irving done crossed up, turned around, threw around, over the backboard, through the hedges, around the parking lot, in the bucket? <laughs> like, tell me, how many teams has he done that to? How many players has he put on highlight reels? This man literally used to practice on a broken backboard 
with holes in them, literally pieces missing, and would practice different ways of flipping it off the backboard, off awkward angles to get it in. Now, with all that at your disposal, it's preseason. They're not even going to play the starters that long. And even if they play the starters, those are the people you're going to be playing against anyways for the majority of the game. And you mean exactly. to tell me you couldn't give me enough money to wash a sock? <laughs> you tell me you could only go one for six? I'll be like, at that point, it's not a skill thing for me. It's a it's a mental thing. Like, you're not locked in. You're not locked in. This is crazy. Where's your heart at? You heard where's me? Your, if you can't. your heart in it? You give me 25%, that's at least 10 points out of you. And that's just going – that's a half of half speed. But you only put up a bucket, and not even an actual bucket. You put up two free throws? Mm. I ain't saying you got to play like rent, dude, but at least play like you got, you know – Right, you, got, you owe me twenty tomorrow. Right. Like, damn. no, 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 no. He got two free throws. That's like saying, "Yeah, I got money." Yeah, that homeless man just gave you some quarters because he felt bad for you. Like, they they gave you some shit. Somebody less fortunate than you gave you some shit. <laughs> that was a salvation army I don't want to. I don't want to hear nothing about Kyrie dropping two points and like, oh, we shouldn't be worried. Oh no, as a Laker fan, I'm ready. We we getting in there. As a Dallas Mavericks fan, y'all, hey, look, maybe the experiment already over. Damn. I gotta go back to just like that. I go back to Christian real quick. He mentioned something real important because we all watched the Nuggets highlights yesterday. He said. Preseason is a time to show what you got, show what's coming, show the opposition what they got to go with. Man, I would think about that too, Will. I already know you're going to go with this. So, Denver Nuggets, defending champions, by the way. Right? Yep. Uh, quote unquote, daddy of the Lakers, yeah. Malone. They play their starting squad in preseason. Yes, yes. Nobody's sitting out. T. Anthony, uh, T, my brother. What you got to say about that? Man, they 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 wanna they wanna play. They they in it. They in it, man. They putting they all into it. When I say they hard in it, they heart still in it, man. And I used to then like Jokic, bro, because I just thought he wanted to just. I mean, he be, he be fucking around, bro. But he he, he, he mean he mean he mean business, bro. He mean business. Yeah. I, I rock with him, man. And how the how the Nuggets played that for them to play their starters out there. They want it. Yep. Hopefully, um, everybody else do because they coming. Hey yo, but yeah, Jokic. Uh, you know they got on him about his horse racing fetish or whatever. But as soon as, as soon as he, as soon as he got back to the U.S. of A, <laughs> back on the court. So uh, <laughs> shout out to the Denver Nuggets, man. Not sitting, motherfucker. No, no, man. We didn't talk about this. We letting a part time a part time baller is an MVP, and he putting that man, work he on. Mean, he mean business, man. Two time MVP too. Two time MVP. This man was part. He a part time baller, and he got Employee of the Month, and everybody else sat on their ass. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So Kawhi yeah. Leonard, Paul George, it's y'all time. Y'all need to make something happen. This y'all what fourth or fifth year together? Get it. <sighs> Boy, at this point, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George more like pen pals. 
Damn. Much as they've been on the court together. Nice. Uh, that actually raises a good question. What, what are we? What are our top duos of the league right now? Now that Dame has got Giannis, what are the top duos? Has the has the paradigm shifted? Is it now they sit at the top, or is it still you know like a Jokic Jamal Murray move? What what's, what the duos look like? I'm going top three. We got Tatum Brown. Mm-hmm. We got Jokic Murray, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a. This might be a hot take to some. I know LeBron is 40, 45, oh, whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm assuming, and I know this is a heavy assumption, because Anthony Davis is known as thou what I will not name, but basically it involves wearing <laughs> clothes that don't involve a uniform. But I'm going to go AD, LeBron James, and number three. What the hell? I'm I'm capping I'm the fuck going. out of that, boy. That's, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> hey, take bro, that down, bro. You cash your check, your ass can't let. All right, it's no. I'm standing on all ten, bro. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't gonna fold, huh? You were being. I ain't gonna, I ain't standing gonna fold. On business. Yes, standing on business. I'm Drewski, you feel me? Can't allow it. Can't allow it. Is we know what the big duos are, and I was, I was your choices were here. Your choices were there. All right, now. If I'm thinking to myself, and as a Bucks fan, I'm clearly going to put the new Giannis and Dame little of course the top of my of, list. Of course. Hey man, don't you say of course. You still rooting for the Cowboys and they just got their foot in somebody. All right, don't we in the association <laughs> right now, Christian. Come on. All right. I'm just saying, all right. Everyone gets their own blind faith. Come Everyone on. Everyone gets their own blind faith. Let me have mine. You need to be Let talking about mine. you need to be talking about Will uh picks. Did you get scared? <laughs> <laughs> that, that happened there? Cop out that? But nah. It's, it's Giannis and Dame, all right? Okay. It is Jay Tatum and uh, Brown because we talked about that. The Celtics are going to come out of the East as one of the top contenders. We saw it with we when we was talking in the chat earlier. We saw what... The um the season numbers were looking like they're gonna be a top contender. And with Drew Holiday a part of that cast, no, they definitely a number two slot for that. And then go ahead, go ahead, come on. And then um my last duo, and this will be a hot take to your hot take. Should they get it right if they both coming into camp healthy? I truly do believe in that Kawhi and Paul George. I really do. I want to see that work because they are good. They good together. I think so. I think your hat on too tight, my boy. You did? Did you just say Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They're gonna play ten games combined. Christian, what do you Kawhi mean? Leonard would get hurt walking the block to Paul George's house. And Paul George get hurt. I said my piece and I stand by it. I stand on business. Look here, Kawhi Leonard would get hurt walking a block to Paul George's house, and Paul George would get hurt answering the door. Damn. Really, look, when I tell you, they not in my top five because they haven't proven shit. Even when they on the floor together, it's not like they want enough to do anything. So, no, they not my damn top five. Let's give you an actual top five. First off, it's Jokic and Murray. Champions, Jokic is an MVP. Murray has been only getting better, and he was already crazy to begin with before Jokic got there. He just found his running mate. Second one. Is going to be for me is AD and LeBron. Championship proven. You have multiple defensive all teams between them. 
and when they play hey. together, they are top tier. And they hey, Keon, hold on, hold on. Come on. Put it there, bro. You right there. Is there? You better put that hand down, all right? AD got more broke wheels than an auto shop failure, all right? He ain't there. Christian, I've heard more sounds come from your knees than a mechanic. Shut up. <laughs> now, look here. <laughs> Remember when I said that they had a champion? AD and, or AD and uh, LeBron are a championship team, and they were 43-39, and 39, and they made it to the Western Conference Finals. While Giannis... And now he's got Dame, but before this, regularly knocked out by teams like Jimmy Butler, who who just had more heart, not necessarily the players to deal with them, but who just had more heart. So it goes Jokic Murray, A.D. Braun, and my third one is going to be Tatum and Brown because yeah. they're young, they, they're hungry. They just haven't gotten the accolades to match it, but they That's can fair. go against anybody. And then the Spare. fourth one is Dame and Giannis. And that's because they haven't played together. You can't put them up there yet. They ain't done nothing. Separately, they got a nice resume. Right. But this is a duos list. Got to actually put in some work together. I know where you sleep. That's wild since you just invited me to Thanksgiving. That's wild. Nah, G. Nah, forget your plate. All right? Don't you dare show up to the crib hungry, all right? You're going to be sitting outside my damn window. I'm eating fat turkey, all right? Shit, man. Luna might get a bottle, all right? Maybe. I allow that. Hey, you a I allow that. That's a technical foul on Christian. Uh, Thank free throw. Throw the flag. Thank oh. you. They got the baby. Right. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. We still in the association with it, brother. <laughs> we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk a little bit about Drew Holiday. So we saw the Bucks play yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, or not the Bucks. I'm still thinking 2020. We saw the Celtics play yesterday. Yeah. And Drew Holiday was looking healthy. Yeah. Happy mm-hmm. and motivated. Yes, sir. So a healthy, happy, motivated Drew Holiday on this Celtics team that has been proven to be a deep playoff contender, possibly a championship contender. Mm-hmm. I know that the Bucks just got Dame Dollar. But how does this change the landscape seeing how Drew Holiday played yesterday? He was strong in the paint. He was hitting his jump shots. He was playing defense. Is he the damn kryptonite? I don't know about kryptonite. I don't know know about kryptonite, but they will pose a significant threat because we were talking about this in the last cast, I believe, that with Giannis and Dame, Chris Middleton becomes a third option. And Chris Middleton is a third option? That's a story I want to be a part of. But now we flip over to the other half. We got the Celtics. Tatum, Brown. Porzingis, if and he starts to show up and show out. Mm-hmm. But then you do have a Drew Holiday. That's a scary team. If Porzingis shows up and shows out, that's a scary team. Defensively, I'll I'll be hard pressed to see other teams score on that. But now again, I have faith to the Bucks, and they got Dame and Giannis. And all it's about it comes down to the story of a stronger spear or a stronger shield. I'm very much excited for the matchup. Very much excited, but considering how Drew Holiday played, they very much are the antithesis to the to the Bucks. And I'm 
ready to see that. Ready to see him clash. I'm going to add this before Kenya goes. Uh, my bad, K. My bad, K. No, go ahead, Uzi. No, you have to. You have I, will, to. I will say this one thing. If it comes down to a firefight, right? Fighting fire with fire offensively, to your point, you're taking damn dollar all the way because that boy can pull up from 50. Yeah, there's you know the there's, moment, there's right? no play that tells you to go cover two steps inside half court unless you in a unless you talk about like a full court press. There's, there's there's no set play that tells you to go go right out to the half court line. Now there are plays that tell you know you know go up and meet him when he's bringing the ball down, but if he already shot before you're supposed to go meet him, what you supposed to do? <laughs> and I think the thing is Christian couldn't have put it no better. The Celtics are the greatest spear in history. They got all the offense. Because he talked about, you know, you got you got Tatum, you got Brown, you got Kristaps. But you forget, you got Horford who can hit. You got a bunch of young players like Peyton Pritchard who can knock it down like we saw him do in preseason, who what they pay him to do. You got, you got Al Horford in there. You got flamethrowers from every position. Now, the defense really kind of depends on really just like, you know, Holiday, Brown, and before the trade, Robert Williams. So that's what I'm saying, the great spear, because they lost a lot of their defense. But then you throw it over to the Bucks, and you got defense galore. Yeah. Chris Middleton is <laughs> a defensive, one of the, defense, one of the better defensive uh, two guards in the league. Giannis is an obvious defensive savant. Then you have Brooke Lopez quietly led the league in, bro- in blocks while on the while working with Giannis, while also shooting an almost forty percent three ball. You got Bobby right. Portis. You got all these players who were committed to defense because they know now they have a player who's pulling up from forty and a nigga who can jump from forty. Right. All they got to do is play defense or just be ready yeah. for an open look. So and, when I tell you this is two of the most complete teams, this might be some of the most complete teams we've seen in the NBA bar none. Yeah. And most people might see like, you know, it's just a, it's just some super teams. Well, first off, it's not like these super teams have been together from the jump. These are players that have been loyal to their city and finally got the option to move and go get something for themselves. So I don't count that as a super team. But right now, if I I'm I'm not sure I could give it to one way or the other, but if I had to, I think I'm gonna agree with Will, because at the end of the day, you can't game plan against 40 feet. You can't game Thanks. plan against somebody pulling up like he did from Paul George, because that shot he did against Paul George was a bad shot. For Dame, was. that was a practice shot. Exactly. In basketball, like casuals be like, oh no, that was a that was a bad shot. PG was completely right. That was a bad shot. But for Dame. You got to know your scout report. He do that. Big facts. Big facts. Um, I just, uh, from my point of view, I know that they got rid of all-world defender, first-team all-defense type defender. They got a guy who can score 70. You know what I'm saying? And then you got Giannis. You want to pick and roll. It's not much they can do. And then they have Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, like you said, Robin Lopez. 
still have their shooters. They still have Chris Middleton. People I haven't mentioned yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If the Celtics, if they if they wind up meeting them in the Eastern Conference Finals, unless Jason Tatum, uh, specifically Jason Tatum, but also Jalen Brown, because he got that three hundred million dollar deal, they don't have astronomical numbers every game, even with the addition of Kristaps and Drew. I don't think they're deep enough. You know what I mean? But we'll have to see. Uh, we're still in the association with it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I am a Lakers fan. More so LeBron. I know we're in the preseason now. First five regular season games. Nuggets, Suns, Kings, Magic, Clippers. Four out of those five games are against marquee opponents. Marquee games. How many wins do the Lakers get in those first five games? To answer that, I would need to know Anthony Davis's current health status. And that is a real question. If I can figure out how how well he's coming into camp preseason, how well he is moving in practice, I give him three out of five. Come out. I give him a strong three out of five. If he's showing up and showing up, give him four out of five. I don't think they're sweeping. I don't think they're getting all five off rip, first five. But strong three, strong three. I think I'm going to go with. I'm going to go three and two. I'm going to stick with what he said. I think I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm playing it safe because I do feel like, you know, they got they got new pieces. And while they're still, you know, getting acclimated to running around with Brian and AD, we know who those two are. We gotta figure out who the next who the next couple of cats are. Austin Reeves will do what Austin Reeves does and shoot the lights out. As a brother who just came onto the scene like a meteor and just took over the Boston. So I'm giving them three out of two, and that's only because you got cats like we don't know how Cam Reddish is gonna fare now that he got injured. Torian Prince only started hitting some shots in the last couple of games. We got um, Roy Hutchmer. He's been heating up. I really got to see, like, we'll see those first, like, maybe two games, how the how the role players around Brown and AD are going to do. Valid, like, valid. I think if AD and Brown are showing out early, mm-hmm. I'm putting that four and one. Okay. Yeah. My, my main concern with the Lakers, because uh, we forget or we don't forget, they did get swept in the Western Conference Finals last year, but what I'll say is three of those four games, they finished the game how they should as a disciplined team, especially with veterans like LeBron and AD. They could have easily won three of those games and have been up 3-1, possibly on their way to the finals. So my main concern is the way, not the way they start the game, sometimes the way they started in the first quarter. You know, the games are normally good. How are you all finishing games? LeBron claims to be 100% healthy now. AD has been in the gym. He looks motivated. He got that almost $70 million or $65 plus million a year extension. Three-year, 187. Don't quote me. So they need to be hungry. They need to finish games. Um, So I can also see them winning three or four out of those five games, especially the one against the Magic. Um, 
uh, still in the association. Um, but we're taking the sample size from five games to 25. And I think you know where we're going. We're staying in the Western Conference. John Morant out for the first 25 games of the season. The NBA has stated they will not accept the appeal for a lesser suspension, a lesser penalty. Mm-hmm. Over or under 15 wins for the Memphis Grizzlies without John Morant. I know they picked up D. Rose. Um, you know, they got rid of Dylan, the villain, as he claims himself, self-dubbed. 15 or over. 15 or more for the Grizzlies. Yes, sir. Under. Under. And that's – Jai, like, that team is a good team. Desmond mm-hmm. Bain can pour it in. And Jaron Jackson Jr. can do what he do. But Jai yeah. is so much of that team's offense. Yeah. And so much of that team's just straight energy and hustle. I'm not saying that, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr., Bain, Brandon Clark, um, and may other cats like don't bring it because that culture, the fans, get Marcus now. yeah, and Marcus Martin, that like they're gonna be led okay, <clears throat> like the the leadership and the attitude of the team will not go down, like they will be okay, like the locker room will be okay, but as far as what that shows on the record books, yeah, jaw affects wins. Yep. And like that culture, like like I said, that culture is grit and grind. They will they will be there through the losses and all that, through a rough patch or whatever it is. That's why they're still sticking with John now. But purely basic, like purely basic, Ja is that offense. So right. without Ja, I don't see another. I don't see anybody else stepping up to fill them shoes. Jaron Jackson Jr. is defense. That's why he won deep boy last year. I'm not saying he can't score, but his main focus is making sure the other team doesn't. So it almost feels like their their identity has to shift before Ja comes back because now they have to focus on not let the other team score because they can't openly score themselves. Agreed. So I'm, going, I'm going with um twenty five games. I'm going that they're going to be twelve twenty three. That's a, or not twenty three. Twelve and eleven. Twelve and. You know, I'll go 10 to 15. 10 to 15? That's fair. 10 to 15. I stated earlier in the cast that the preseason was about showing up and showing out. I would like to withhold further judgment on the Grizzlies until I see a bit of what their preseason game is looking like. But if we jumping straight into the regular season, and I got to give it up on 25, I'm going to give them about 17, 18 wins. And I say that, I say that half pretty confidently, I say confidently, because the league has evolved, has been evolving. When Steph started shooting from the parking lot, everyone said that's a new way to play basketball. (laughs) So the new way to play basketball as it stands of this 2023-2024 season, you got to play two ways. You got to play offense and defense. And yes, Jaron Jackson Jr. has been recognized for his defense. But it's what you do when you don't have all the cards going for you. It's what you do. It's like bubble basketball without the bubble. It's what you do when the cards are stacked against you. You've lost your star. You ain't lost your heart. 
you've lost your star. All right, now the rest of the team is working fine. You got Marcus, you got Jaron Jackson Jr. All right, they'll give you the effort. It's just got to translate into wins. So I'm going to give them 17, 18 wins because I believe they will rise to the occasion. I do not believe them to be weak-minded players. But will they take a hit in offense? Of course. This is, yeah, I am not doubting his his involvement with the team, his his importance. But I'm not doubting the team skill either. So I'm going to give him a solid 17, 18. That's, that's solid. That's solid. I can see them myself. First 25 games, I can see them 15 and 10. You know, uh, right between the middle. I don't think they get off. I definitely don't think they win 20, 15 and 10. Um, and then when Ja returns, I trust that, you know, obviously he doesn't have access to NBA facilities. When he returns, you know, should be well rested. He's going to have to get back in shape. But when they start off 15 and 10, I think they can string together some So, uh, we have a uh, very delicate discussion coming up here. Uh, Discretion is advised, and and first and foremost, this show, this podcast, whatever you call it, we do not condone any form of domestic violence or violence against anyone. But we do want to talk about Miles Bridges and his domestic violence encounters and uh, the concerns regarding him. And if it is a good idea for the NBA to continue to have him employed, considering the situation. Brothers? Look, if you if you make millions of dollars, first off, I don't care if you only make $10 an hour. If you make $10 a day, you work, put food on the table, you do what you got to do. And I get it, you know, we have frustrations or humans. We have things that get the best for us, moments that we wish we could get back, things we didn't mean to do, didn't mean to say. But at the end of the day, we all have a choice. We all we all make a choice. Like, I get frustrated, and I want to put my hand through a wall. I choose not to. I'm going to go right. maybe I'll hit a pillow or something. Or I'll go, you know, find something. I'm not saying you can't be frustrated. I'm saying you have the option to know where to let it out. And if your frustration or if your venting or your coping mechanism is taking it out on another person, and not only taking it out, because you can take it out verbally, and I can let that slide because, you know, words can hurt, but they can't send you to the hospital necessarily. I see there are cases, you know, like somebody's self-esteem is just hit. Like they take it off the, they go and make their own choice about it. But if you put your hands on somebody and you physically change, like how they are from the present, and you put your hands on them and you invoke a change on them through your aggression, and not only that, but somebody weakening you, and not only that, somebody in a financial standing in a place where you they can't even reach you to begin with. You got, they put a hand on you. You got lawyers and everything. They couldn't touch you. But you can put your hands on them because you got lawyers who could probably make it go away. No, no, no. If you're going to be like that, no, I can't see you in the league. Too many brothers out there fighting for a chance and you out here fighting women. Uh, I can't have you with that. 
Val, Val. I will hold judgment till I get a little bit more news on the story itself. Absolutely. Because I hate to see young brothers get caught up in something. And it's the other party trying to make a quick dime. I'm not saying that's the situation. In fact, I hope everything is okay with the young lady, whoever was harmed in the making end of this story. But to Kenya's point, if this is what it is, if it is exactly what it looked like, Nah, G, I definitely can't have you can't have you playing right now. Basketball is not the first thing on your mind because if that had been the first thing on your mind, you wouldn't have done this. I don't care what you you know. You may not think we may not think of women the same way, but if you have your priorities straight, ball should have been before that. You should you should have thought this one through, my guy. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Nah, that's not how we do this. Yep, and uh. Bring up a good point. Hold judgment until more facts are available. Um, so that's a great point. I, I do not want to judge the brother because I, I hate to see that too. But, you know, whatever comes about, I hope it does not involve you know, any type of violence of that nature, especially towards a woman. Whatever you do, you shouldn't do that. Tell them. Tell them. You're here. Moving on to baseball. Talk to me. We're right in the we're on the cusp of you know World Series. Um, you know we got the LDS going, and Clayton Kershaw, two hundred thirty-five million dollar man, two hundred plus million dollar man, mm-hmm. struggling out there. Uh, where do you see his future? Where do you see his team's future? Well, the Dodgers just got bounced. And I feel like we're kind of seeing the story play out where we're kind of like how the Cardinals were. You know, we were a dominant team for a long time. We were consistent postseason. Like, we were a consistent postseason team. You could always see us playing in October. And then you start seeing, you know, our rules. We start seeing the decline of him, of Wainwright, to the point where, you know, he leaves and gets taken to the Angels. And then he gets a little bump in his career, but at the end of the day, like, he ends up retiring not long after that. I think what we're seeing is, like, Kershaw has finally hit his, he's hit his wall. I'm not saying that he can't do it anymore, but I'm just saying he can't do it at the level he used to anymore. And that's nothing against him. That's just, it happens. And LeBron, again, being a special specimen across sports, at some point you just you just don't got it no more. And that's okay. You weren't supposed to have it forever. And I want to um, correct myself real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you, brother. No, no. Uh, I said $235 million, man. Not that this is of any consolation. It's actually a two hundred. $15 million man. Hey man, take your money and go enjoy your family. I'm not saying like... Big pimp big fella. Big pimp All right. I'm not saying you can't be an asset to the organization. But I think we're finally, like he's finally at that point where, you know, like maybe he can't contribute to the field anymore as best as he could. Maybe it's time to move on to that front office. Scouting. 
talent acquisition, whatever you want to call it. I'm not saying he's a bag. He's he's ass. I'm not saying he's garbage, doo doo, whatever. Yeah, I think he's just finally like you know he's finally hit that wall. And it's like just like how Albert Pujols did it. He hit that wall here in St. Louis. Maybe he needs a fresh start because, like I said, he, Albert Pujols left for Anaheim, got a little bump, and then you know he retired and made his way into Canton. I think it's time you relax and you know wait for Canton. You definitely got a resume to say that you should be in there. I think you should just you know just wait for it to come to you. Or not Canton, sorry, I mean Cooperstown. Wholeheartedly agree. I mean, it's not a bad thing, dog. I mean, not everybody can be LeBron out here. All right. Secrets of immortality. All right. It's, you did good and you're still doing good. But ain't nothing wrong with looking a little bit past this and seeing what you want to do after. It's just a natural progression of things. I think that's why it's called a prime. Like, it's never meant to last your entire career. When you're in the prime right. of your career, you're in the you, you you're the best you could ever be. But prime don't last your whole career, otherwise it wouldn't be called a prime, it'd just be called a career. Right. Right. Now you on that now you on the downhill slope of it. You can yep. you can slow it down, you can you know, ease it up as best you can, but you coming down. See get ready for what's at the bottom. Is it is it, you know, in the booth? Is it in the broadcast booth? Is it High school coaching, college coaching, is it whatever your passions are? Like, I think it's time you start looking past baseball. Very, very fundamental concept. You know what I'm saying? You can't be in your prime forever. We learned it at an early age in school. My max don't last. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, no, I don't do that. Cause I, I, don't, I don't do that pause, but um, <laughs> I don't do none of that. Fun time, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts, because at some point, mm. that slow hit. You're going to look up, and it's that clarity. Yes, sir. But well wishes to him. You know, he's potential. I would say he's a potential Hall of Famer, um, or even a shoe-in, perhaps. But uh, we're going to have to see what the Dodgers do. Shout out to Mookie Best, by the way. He's uh, one of my guys. Cole is a big fan. Uh, but other than that, have any walk-ons? Uh, I do have a few shout-outs, you know, for some of the team members. But uh, any walk-ons shout out, at my all? Brother, shout out! Shout out to Nicole. She helped me. Uh, she helped me edit a video earlier, a clip that we're actually going to post on our channel. Hey! So, uh, big shout out to Nicole, uh, Christian. I think you got a shout out this dude too. I did for sure. Got a shout out. Uh, my wife. Mm-hmm. Say it, say what you just done. Say that again for for the people in back. My wife, sir, very much an executive producer of this podcast. You know, got caught up at work and the things she texts me today. Just you know, another reason, more reasons why you got married. More reasons why text me. I sent it in the chat. She's like, hey, I'm gonna be held up at work. You know it's podcast day. Go ahead and Uber home. I'll be like, love, love in the building, but nah. On some real stuff, she's helping a peaceful process. Uh, that's just what she do. You know, she wants the, the people's voice be heard, and she ain't going to take no for an answer, but she's going to make sure each kid get home with their frustrations. You feel me? So much love to her. Be safe. But uh, it's a good one, y'all. It's a good one. And uh, prayers. Prayers to those impacted by the 
Yeah. Uh, what's going on in Israel, too? Definitely. Let me give a quick shout out to shout out to my Gang. wife. Shout out to my wife for helping me get um get everything unboxed. You know, <laughs> make sure and let me do this podcast. You know, she gets home from work, other things like like she needs. You know, she's working with babies all day. She's bending up and down on her back. She had an awful car accident way back when, so her back hasn't been necessarily the same. And, you know, we have a certain routine we kind of get into now. She's like, and, you know, she kind of lets that routine kind of get way late so I can do this podcast. So shout out to her. Shout out to Luna for staying asleep throughout the Where the baby at? <laughs> She's still asleep, probably. Shout out to her. She's sleeping? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, like, I got it time so that we Like, um, give. <laughs> Until she's ready for her, her debut, you know, what's, what's going to be happening. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be a special. Episode. To, be a like special I said, episode. we we gotta talk about the wedding fit, but we'll save it for a debut. Save, save it for a debut. debut. But shout out to her for staying asleep. Let me get this this podcast clean so that we hang up. I go see how she's doing. We straight. But yeah, definitely shout out to Paxton and Make sure they good. It's a lot of blood between that few. Big best. Uh, shout out to baby girl Nicole. Shout out to Brittany. Shout out to Bonnie. Shout out. Shout out to us too. Episode two. Episode two is a wrap, brothers. We're back again next Thursday, 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time for episode three. Stay tuned. Back to the board. Relax, reset, run it. Let's get it. That's low key thoughts on Swalski. We got to figure out. You just want to start fresh tomorrow? We can start fresh tomorrow. We can start fresh tomorrow. Oh, story mode, not do the story mode. I think, I think, I think. I need to hit that register find a couple more times. And I do need to start hitting the golden horn for Iraqi. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. No, no, no. I'm talking about the wolf. I ain't, I ain't say all that. I'm talking about the wolf. I'm talking about the wolf. Bro, how do we stop recording? That's fine. We just, how do we stop recording? Okay. All right.